BP had the worst accidental oil spill in history, this devastating disaster. While that spill was still ongoing and BP was unable to plug it in, in any way, Tate decided in June in 2010 to hold a party to celebrate 20 years of BP sponsorship. And we felt like this, you know, this shouldn't happen without comment. I'm Mel Evans. I'm the author of Artwash, Big Oil and the Arts. BP and Shell have sponsored the arts um, in the UK, really predominantly focusing on cultural institutions in London, the capital city, for um, between them sort of 10 and, and 30 years now. And in 2010, um, a group, a new group emerged called Liberate Tate that I'm part of. And we'd begun to, to specifically focus on Tate's relationship with BP because Tate is such a global name and it's such an influential kind of figure in the global art world. And it also presents itself as this very kind of politically progressive persona, which doesn't sit very easily with the corporate criminal BP. That Tate would hold what is a, a very kind of elite party at the same time as that spill was ongo ongoing seemed wildly insensitive there was a there was a big reaction within different artist communities in the city and a group of artists kind of got together and decided to arrange a kind of uh, kind of picket at the start of the party what do we want liberate when do we want it now people go to that party from really the kind of upper echelons of british society there was a sort of uh, alexander thin who's the marquess of bath who's also an artist who was in attendance and, you know, the party was celebrating BP sponsorship. So Lord John Brown, the um, ex-CEO of BP, who is now the chair of trustees at Tate, would have been there at the kind of the centre of the party. And we're, we're at Tate Britain, which is on the Thames Riverbank. So looking out, looking out across the water as well. As the guests arrived and, and went in the, the main entrance, 12 figures um, wearing black veils and all dressed in black, carrying um, large barrels with the BP logo on them, poured this thick black oily substance down the slope of the main entrance. And then meanwhile, myself and another performer who'd uh, able to access some tickets to the party they just arrived in our arrived in our hands by special means um we had gone inside the party and we were wearing these very large sort of bouffant flowery dresses and the bouffant of the skirts of the dresses had a, a very practical function which was to hide the massive rubble sacks filled with a, a black oily substance that we were carrying in that we were sneaking into the gallery and we we walked to the centre of the champagne reception and we spilled this oil right in the middle, right in the middle of the centre of the, of the party. Considering the size of this gallery. So we made the spill like BP did and then we then started to clean it up and we echoed the words of Tony Hayward who people will probably remember very insensitively after the spill said, it's really just a drop in the ocean, it's not so big at all. Um, and we likewise 
commented that our spill was compared to the size of a whole gallery, really just a drop in the ocean. Here safely okay. to make sure that you're not treading it everywhere and you don't slip because right. it's very slippery. And so we continue to, to clean it up as part of this performance, effectively spreading it out across the sort of glossy marble of the floor. Um, we used our shoes, we wore these kind of BP ponchos to protect us, protective gear. And as we sort of used the oil to kind of spread the performance outwards, the security staff then also came and brought up these barriers to contain the spill. And we, and we thanked them for that, um, for containing the spill for us. We've been trying to contain this leak up till now, and uh, this, this really helps us out, actually. Those performances drew a lot of attention to the issue at the time. And since then, a whole range of new groups have emerged um, in the UK and actually also in Norway and Canada and Brazil, who are all um, using performance to challenge oil sponsorship of the arts. So BP and Shell and ExxonMobil and Chevron like them, this sponsorship is fundamental to their business model. They need some way of covering up the harm that they cause on a daily basis all around the world. And the position in association with, you know, different countries' most loved public museums and galleries, you know, the holding place of history and culture for all these different countries is it's massively prestigious and desirable for them to have this association. Whether or not, you know, their consumers actually go and visit these galleries or not, it's about that knowledge and that awareness and that particular targeting of what the PR industry calls special publics. So kind of elite political and media types and the awareness in the eyes of those special publics that these companies have an association with the prestigious cultural institutions is massively important to them to maintain that that thing that the the PR industry again calls a social license to operate so a kind of guise of social acceptability this is a very bad publicity stunt i disapprove of this you ought to be able to protest in a different way this does not have popular support you can make your point differently so a lot of the groups um, within the Art Not Oil network are making performance interventions for a whole number of, of strategic reasons. I mean, first and foremost, these groups are made up of artists and performers who want to take action on this issue because they have a stakeholding in these art space, you know, these public spaces of creativity um, and in the kind of you know, the sort of ethical standards that are acceptable within that kind of wider artistic community. So I think that's, you know, that's partly where it's coming from. And then it's also about mimicking the form of the institution in order to call it to account. Anyone else here who's interested? Uh, this, this is a free tour. It's going to be a short talk about this painting here. This painting shows Ellen Terry playing the role of Lady Macbeth. And it's also very appropriate for the Tate Gallery today because it's pretty much the same colour green as in the BP logo. And what it means is that, you know, all these performances are taking place inside the galleries and museums. They're not um, on the steps outside, they're not at the entrances. They're really going right inside these spaces and opening up this dialogue with visitors and with staff around what is acceptable inside those spaces. When shall BP meet again? In Tarzan. 
oil spills, toxic rain. When the sponsorship is done, PR battle fought and won. That will be uh, 2014. Uh, where's the place? The Tate Gallery. Because that's exactly where the sponsors are. You know, you go into these galleries and you see BP embossed upon the walls at every turn. And that's the problem is that these sort of small logos have massive, massive effects. And by being engraved into the walls, BP benefits from so much cultural license, social acceptability that it really doesn't deserve. So that's why um, the group see it as important to, to go in there and to, and to challenge that and to um, make uneasy that uh, position of the sponsor within the gallery. Mm -hmm.